for great ideas and practical tools you can start using tomorrow to grow your business and separate you from the competition, you've come to the right place. If you're into B2B marketing and sales, then welcome to the one and only B2B marketing and sales podcast. With over 60 and counting total years in the trenches of businesses small and large, they have a plethora of knowledge and experience that generate you more leads, capture more clients, ring up more sales. Well, doggone it, just make you more money. How about that? Always thought-provoking, yet dubiously entertaining. Please welcome to their respective microphones across three time zones, your co-ringmasters, the Dave Loomis, and not the rock star, Steve Miller. Yes, we are ready. That's, 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 I don't, oh my God, no. Do you have a lot of confidence in that? I do. I actually have a very, I have a tremendous amount of confidence in, in this topic. And, um, and so we are rocking and rolling. I'm Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad, marketing gunslinger, and not the rock star. Okay. I am not the rock star. And I am joined with my cohort consort <laughs> in crime. <laughs> I am, I'm joined, I'm joined by, uh, Come on, let, let's say it together, all right? The Dave Loomis. But see, yes. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that with yes. you because your voice. The is voice. Something. And and by the way, any of you that are looking for voiceovers, you know, please go back to the uh, description of the podcast, and you will see the Dave's contact information there. He's very expensive, but as you can tell, he is he is darn well worth it. Now, um, I don't remember if it was the last episode that we did, or maybe I might have accidentally skipped mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But I know that in a very recent episode, either the last one or the one right before that, we ended it by because ta- we were talking about um, customer service and how customer service. Most people, you know, most companies say that they have the best customer service. And um, yeah, you know what? And, and not just most, all companies say that. Don't you? Don't you agree? Yeah, it would be. I haven't heard a company that says we have sort of second-rate <laughs> customer service, or we have the exactly third-best right. customer service. That's right. That's right. They say they say our products are awesome, and we have the best customer service. And and I call that statement a vague generality because there's no specifics behind it. And what I often tell my clients is, let's come up, let's find out. Do you have great customer service? If you do, you must have some stories to tell. Because we want examples to share with our prospects so that they have confidence that we will take good care of them, right? Yes. Okay. So, So we're going to share, you know, a couple of, examples of specific great customer service stories meaningful specifics to to kind of give you an idea of what we're talking about all right do you want to go why don't you go first why don't you talk tell tell me one really great customer service story okay i'll tell you i'll tell you a good one and these are true these are these are true stories no i've made mine mine are all made oh you made yours up I oh. thought that's what the exercise Okay, was. no, no, no. Okay, oh. they're true stories. All right, then I have to think of true stories. Yeah, okay. while I'm talking through this one, you think of a, of a real one. Okay. I promise I will. Sounds good. Okay, 
I, I can't remember. I don't think I've, I may have mentioned this in passing, but I'm going to tell the actual story. Uh, so uh, there's a company that does um, background screening so uh, for, for other companies. So if you're a big hospital system that, uh, that need, hires thousands of people a year, and mm -hmm. right now they're, you know, they're, they're really in the thick of it right now. Yeah. Because as we're recording this, they're in COVID, and there's high turnover and high demand and all that sort of thing. So, you know, the background screening, it's, it, it, you, you've got you've to be able to do it. You've got to be able to deliver, right, uh, what you are saying in, in quick time. So this company that does this, I interviewed one of their customers, and the customer told me they're, they're in a big health system um, down south, maybe Atlanta area, let's just say. And um, they said, uh, we went through all the things that you would normally go through in one of these interviews. How do they do on this? How do they do on that? You know, open-end questioning, things like that. And, you know, it was... Um, sort of standard, to be honest, at first. It was, you know, ticking all the boxes. So mm -hmm. how's their technology? Oh, their platform's fine. It's great. It's, you know, as good as the others. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. Oh, that's good. How, what about the time? They're fine. Their turnaround time's great. Yeah. Uh, what about the pricing? Pricing's right in the box. Yeah, we're fine. You know, all that. But, well, well what is special about them? I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, because you've, you're retaining them. You're continuing to work with them. Uh, and they said, uh, well, you know, um, this, uh, this one person, she, um, we were going to have a hurricane, and, and she, she offered her house to us. What? I said, what? Yeah, yeah well, um, it's our I said what? From I said what? <laughs> yeah, you <exactly>. said what? <laughs> exactly. They, yeah. It, it's, it's not... An everyday occurrence when your customer service rep from your background screening company that's one of, if you're an HR at a big hospital system, you work with about a hundred companies. So you got a hundred reps out there. Yeah. Right? Sure. And one of them says, hey, proactively calls you up and says, hey, I saw that there's going to be a hurricane and that they're evacuating your area where you live. Do you want to come to my house, which is out, you know, in the safe area, and you can bring your family and stay with us? Wow. And <laughs> she's told so many people about that offer. She sure. actually didn't take it up. Actually, what she said is, no, but I need to find a, a hotel, and it's really hard to find a hotel. And our customer service rep helped her find a, a hotel okay. for her family. So wow. it wasn't at her house in the end. But she found her hotel. And when I thought of this story, and you'll tell a story, and I'm gonna, um, maybe I'll tell another example too. I was thinking, what's, the, what's really the common thread that we're, we're talking about here? And I've got a whole bunch of other stories too. We don't even talk oh, yeah. about them. But yeah. it's when companies do things that are very far outside of the expected job description. Bingo. I think that's it. Don't that's you? exactly what it is, and it's and and they're very personal. Yes, at least I at least I think that yeah, the vast yeah, majority very, of stories very really, really great personal. They're right. they're personal stories. 
Yes. Uh, and that's a that's a really great I mean just the fact she offers her home, she's saying come and stay there, uh, you know, with her. Uh I mean that's that's tremendous. Yeah, that it's is- it's it's definitely above and beyond. And it's it's when one person cares about another person. We yeah. we, we keep using this term human to human. Human to human. We, we, it's our B2B podcast, but yep. really what we're doing, it's still humans. Still so, human so, to human. So what's, 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 what's one from your end? Well, I'm going to share one that um, kind of relates to a, a, uh, an old client of mine, Nordstrom. Uh, and the reason why I'm sharing it is because, you know, Nordstrom is, is classically known for their customer service. But if you, if you look at their commercials that they have or any type of promotions that they have or anything like that, they don't talk about their customer service. Um, they, they almost never do. And that was something that you know, when I was working with them, we, we were kind of talking about how do we promote this? And it became what I called the, the Nordstrom myth um, that, uh, uh, that, these sto- that stories of Nordstrom's amazing customer service needed to be shared. Um, and, uh, um, and, you know, and, and that's kind of what's happened. And, and mine was a per was a personal story regard w- involving my daughter, Kelly. Okay. Uh, she was, um, in her teens, probably, you know, senior in high school or something like that. She, uh, went to a local Nordstrom to get a pair of shoes and she's trying the shoes on. And this woman who is taking care of her says, um, do you have other Nordstrom shoes? And Kelly says, um, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got actually a few pair of shoes from Nordstrom. And I've got this one pair that I just really, really like a lot. They're beautiful shoes, um, but, but they hurt my feet. And um, she says, and I still wear them because they're just Really, you know, I get a lot of compliments for them, and um, you know, and I want to, but but gosh, you know, it's just weird how you know they just hurt my feet. And the saleswoman said, "Oh, bring them back." And Kelly, being the properly raised child that she was, <laughs> she said, "She said I've had these shoes for you know over three years, um, you know." They- I have worn them, okay, and uh, um, you know it's just you know it's just that they kind of hurt a little bit when I when I wear them and stuff like I'm not going to bring them back because you know you, it's not like you can resell them or anything like that. And the woman and the woman said to her, she said, every time you put those shoes on, you think of Nordstrom. Bring them back. Mm. Very yeah. wise. Yeah. And Very Kelly, brought, wise. Kelly took him back. And I thought, I thought, see, that's, that is, that is like a classic example of the Nordstrom myth. Yes. That yes. they want you to be happy. Yes. And a brand is a promise of an experience. And that was not fulfilling their yeah. experience. Yeah. And once she, once wanted. the sales, the saleswoman heard that, that, that every, you know, that when Kelly put her shoes on, you know, eat, you know, it wasn't that she was thinking negatively of, of Nordstrom, but the connection, right? And the saleswoman yes. picked up the saleswoman picked up on that very quickly. So I thought I thought, see, that is that to me is a terrific 
terrific story about uh, yeah, about a specific customer service story that that uh, makes a difference. Yeah, it really it it really does. So, um, speaking of um, of job descriptions, um, I for two years I worked in my wife's father's funeral home in Oak Park, Illinois. <laughs> oh yes, you and I have talked about this, which I find to be fascinating. So it it, it is fascinating. It was yeah. fascinating on so many levels. It was a really great experience. It was a good experience for me because I had um I was on the front line of of customer service. You're meeting with families that are that are not in the best place actually. Oh my gosh, right? that's got to be that's got to be rough. Yeah. Yeah, it it it's in stark contrast to when I worked in a liquor store on Nantucket. <laughs> Everybody that came into the liquor store in Nantucket was really happy. They couldn't. They, were, they loved you. They loved everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, not so happy people coming to the funeral home. Yes. So, um, and I write about this in my book too. This example, but I, um, I learned early on that basically we needed to do anything we possibly could to make sure that the families were comfortable if there was like some sort of a, a visitation or viewing or something like that that was going on you know you're you're throwing up it sounds strange you're throwing a party it's almost like you're a wedding planner but instead of having six months or a year to plan the wedding you have three days mm-hmm and you're having a big group of people, and you're, you need to be hospitable. And then there's a host, and you're not really the host. This family that, you're, you know, that your client is the, is the host, technically. Right. So I, I learned something about um, observation and actually um, sort of uh, overhearing. I, I, I listened. I was in, kind of eavesdropping. To be honest with you, you kind of lurk in the, you know, to make sure everything's okay. Can I get anything? Can I get water or whatever? And sure. I heard somebody say that they were hungry. And I just thought to myself, whoa, they said, no, we can't leave. This is our visitation. We're not going to go get food. You know, and I thought about it for a second. And I'm like, this is not my job description, but, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get them food. Mm -hmm. So I just... I didn't say, hey, I was just eavesdropping and I heard you were hungry, but I just kind of went in and said, you know, hey, does anybody happen to be hungry? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. And they said, oh, man, we're starving. And yeah. I'm like, well, here's the menu from the hamburger place across the way. Just put down, you know, what you want. I'll go order it and pick it up and I'll bring it in to yeah. this, you know, this room. Right. I mean, the looks on their face. I mean, and then afterwards... uh the one good thing about the the funeral business is you don't get this in your normal business, but people hug you afterwards and say, you know, like I couldn't have gotten through this without you. Oh wow! You, know, you made the, it so it was very rewarding in that sure. way. It's like sure. sort of being that part wedding planner and you know part, you know, sort of almost minister. But right, yeah. But I learned that there is no job definition. There is, you know, if if, if your job is to serve, then figure out how to serve. Mm -hmm. whatever it is yeah you know and they talked about that they told other people about it of course they did yeah and that see that's the thing about these stories is that uh when you have a an 
a, an incredible, unexpected customer experience, it becomes a story that people share, right? I, yes. I, and and uh, something that I wrote in my book, Uncopyable, I, 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 I said that, you know, a, a richly imprinted experience wants to be remembered. It wants to be uh, um, repeated. Now, not maybe not necessarily in the funeral home business, okay? Um, and it wants to be shared. And yeah. that's part. That's one of the things I talk about with customer services. Is, is that's what that's what the experience is all about. Is if you're not doing some type of an experience that they, you know, want to repeat or they want to share then you're just providing just, you know, meh, customer service. You know, so, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's another? What's another okay, I'll, I'll share one last one here for us since our okay. you know, time is almost up. But, okay. um, uh, and I think I've talked about my, my um, client, uh, um, Jim McInvale down in Texas at the, at the gallery furniture stores. He's known as Mattress Mac. Um, sure. He's the guy who's very famous in Houston um, for back when the hurricane hit uh, hurricane hit Houston, you know, and he went online and he said, Hey, um, if you need to need a place that you're, if you're displaced and you need a place to stay, you can come and you can sleep on our, our beds, sleep on our couches, sleep on, we'll take care of you. Right. And he, and he, and he took care of stuff. Um, so I'm down there working in, in, I'm down there working with them and I'm, and we're in a meeting with their, the warehouse people, the delivery people. And, um, and I did not know this about Jim or Mac, whatever you want to call him. Um, but, um, but he has a very unique set, uh, set of orders to his delivery people. So, uh, and, and I said, do you guys, you know, anybody here have a good customer service story? And a whole bunch of hands go up. And I pointed to this one guy and he said, oh, yeah. He said, uh, last week, you know, my partner and I were delivering a bed set to a woman out, you know, at a small ranch outside on the outskirts of Houston. And we get there and, uh, you know, we put in, you know, we deliver it. We take everything, you know, you know, and we're supposed to clean everything out, take all the stuff that they don't need anymore. And we go back out there and, and what we're supposed to do is, you know, what Jim has asked, has told us to do is that after we have installed everything and we're all done we're getting and and, and we're finished so our last question is is there anything that you need done around the house that we can help you with and uh and this woman said well yeah my husband um was hurt in you know and he had a little accident uh, on the ranch last week and he's unable to work that well and i'm getting behind and right now, you know, it's late in the day and I still need to milk the cows and I still need to exercise the horses. <laughs> right. And uh, and the two guys, they said no sweat. And they took off and one of them ran out to the to where the cattle were in the barn and hooked them all up to get to get milk the other guy ran out to where the horses were in the in in the corral and jumped and jumped on one of the horses and took off to exercise the horse and and they they just you know ran you know ran around and did all this sort of stuff and they took care of this woman right well i mean wow. you know by as luck would have it they both grew up on 
on ranches down in Houston. And, and, and is that farm. in the employee manual? Is there a line item for um, milking cows and exercising horses? Well, apparently it is now. Because, oh, okay, it is uh, now. So they, you know, and, and so now here's, see, see, here's the thing is you ask yourself the question, what, what did this woman think about these guys? What did they think about gallery furniture and Mattress, mattress Mac and his store? Before and, and after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, later on, I was, I, I told, I shared this story on a web, uh, on a webcast or a podcast, uh, another, another program, right? That's, uh, I was being interviewed. And one of the listeners chimed in, in the, and said, said, um, I would, you know, when I send my, my delivery people out, their job is to go deliver. I would never do that. Mm. And my response to him was, be glad you're not competing with Mattress Mac. I said, I said because what Mattress, th this is not just an outstanding customer service story, not, uh, you know, a myth that can be shared. And we know this woman has probably told this story to every single person she knows, uh, you know, but that was like the, that, that was, you know, there's a first impression. There's a last impression. Right. Those are the two most important pr impressions in a relationship. And so now for, for Mattress Mac, the last impression was these guys exercising the horses, milking the cows, taking care of this woman and, and a problem that she had at her house. Yeah. You and I um, had a, a meeting yesterday where we were talking through some, some things and we were talking about the term legendary yes, or a legend, which is such a great word. But, you know, how can you as a listener in whatever business you're in, how can you make what you do legendary? Yeah. Yeah. It starts by empowering people that are on the front lines to be able to do things and, and to not penalize people for spending extra time or or even extra money satisfying customers and doing things that may not be in the job description yep yep you don't get you don't become legend by by just doing the 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 regular you know what, what's required yeah you, you and, go and above and beyond yep and typically the companies that you read about who are enormously successful um, who have uh, that human-to-human -human contact? Uh, it's 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 common to hear stories, you know, where they are doing they are going above and beyond to take care to take care of their customers. Right, right. and um, and that's our point. Our point is is that it's not just going above and beyond, but it's also going above and beyond in ways that are meaningful to the people who you count on to write your paycheck i'm not talking That's to right. you not dave oh, okay. okay i'm talking yeah. to the people who are listening to this you know yes. that, and and um and and you know look i i you know like you say look for ways to be legendary i say i say you know create a myth and then carry your myth with you yes uh one one fun thing to go to that we could go out on is um, there's a, a grocery store called Sainsbury in uh, the UK, and a three and a half. There's something called Tiger Bread that they sell, and a three and a half year old sent 
them a note that said, this doesn't really look like a tiger. It looks more like a giraffe because <laughs> it was more spotted and not striped. Okay. All right. They sent him a note back and said, you're absolutely right. When we first started making the bread, it was more striped, and now it looks more spotted. We're renaming it <laughs> giraffe bread. <laughs> I love it. I and, love it. You know, take they a didn't take have a to do that. They didn't have to do that. No, they didn't have to do that. But that's that's and of course that's a great story. Take us out of here, buddy. All right. Well, another really really fun and interesting and true stories uh, here at the B two B marketing sales podcast with not the rock star Steve Miller and Sorry. the voice the Dave Loomis. <laughs> Join us again. And uh, look for our YouTube channels where we're putting up the videos of these, yep. uh, either Steve's or mine. And um, like us, listen to us, subscribe, tell your friends, share it, and comment. We still are looking for questions and comments, and we still want to do a listener sort of uh, feedback type episode. That's so. right. That's right. Thanks, That's kids. It. That's it. Thanks. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast. The source for B2B Marketing and Sales Insight. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these old guys a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. You can always contact us by going to B2BMarketingSalesPodcast.com. Thank you, and keep on marketing. Keep on selling. <laughs>